lines on your lawn So the ranks of the evicted are growing every day More and more tin cities moving in to stay Hungry parents stealing just to feed their broods And the most discerning ones shoplift at Whole Foods Cause it's owned by the world's biggest corporation You can call it petty crime or you can call it liberation If you do it by yourself it might not go so well But if you call a flash mob then watch your numbers swell Bring the kids and have a picnic Use a fork, don't be rude And make sure to wear a mask when you shoplift at Whole Foods Cause it's owned by the world's biggest corporation You can call it petty crime or you can call it liberation All of Bezos' billions has made society unstable He's so rich while so many can't put food upon the table You can call it petty crime, or you can call it liberation. That was Virtual Bird and David Robix from their album, It's Been a Year. That was shoplifting at Whole Foods. Welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a topical solution for the political revolution, a soundtrack for the resistors, the agitators, and the fighters working for a better world. If you want to make a recommendation or send me a message, head over to polyrical.com. Find a link there to send an email. You'll find some links there to, to recommend a song, an artist, or a topic for a future episode. You'll also find some links to make a donation. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this and my other podcasts free and independent. Here is Rebel Diaz from the album Radical Dilemma. This is Gain the World. They say, don't worry about nothing. I say, gotta worry about something. You may fuck around, go hungry. If you ain't getting this money, just don't go. Making sure the feds ain't listening Any words that you mention Can land your ass in prison That's that brave new world we live in You good till you go and question Why the hood's in this condition Now you should pay close attention Money ain't a thing but a chicken wing Come and go like a boomerang So who do you pray? Are you a boss or are you a slave? Getting paid but what have we gained? I'm worried about me but I worry about you Cause I can't succeed if you don't do two One is the loneliest number Have it all but you won't have slumber Sleep with one eye open cause you both why so many filled with hunger turn to hatred Cause you made shit in the matrix They say, don't worry about nothing I say, gotta worry about something You may fuck around, go hungry If you ain't getting this money Just don't, 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 don't. Just don't, 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 don't I gotta be the one to stand up for this The view is different when you're in the forest Living morbid moments in the police roaming When you all alone and the rain is pouring The language for when the people cold The food is warm on a lonely road The trees are good, put you in the zone Doing that work different time zone Beautiful island, beautiful people Beautiful view with the eye of an eagle Call me illegal but you just arise I make music to love and survive But to my surprise they want my demise I work too much, I'm too damn fly We have the blues but we never cry We just deliver the flow from the shot Flow from the beat, beat to the X this is the way that the ghetto express It's all I got, nothing left, nothing less What you expect? Raised by the left, so I give it my best With every breath, with every beat that is in my chest They say life like a game of chess I'm just trying to figure out what piece to move next Holding the text, reading the book, you holding the tech You building with crooks, they pay your check I build with the hood while I earn my respect
thing was built on respect. And kids, the whole thing was based on kids. And kids haven't got it back. All our splurge and carrying on, the rims and everything else, and the slackness is giving kids a false image of hip hop. They say, don't worry about nothing. I say, gotta worry about something. You may fuck around, go hungry. If you ain't getting this money, just don't, don't, don't. And that'll bring us to our topic of the episode. The topic of the episode for this episode is empires. When we think about empires, we think of maybe the Roman Empire or the British Empire. At least if you've been educated in the West, those are the ones you probably think about first. Um, Those are, are the couple of the most prominent historic empires. There certainly have been many others but but empires aren't just in our history empires are in our present um while the roman empire and the british empire have declined significantly or entirely pretty much in the case of the roman empire but all but the residual uh effects of empire linger on i mean empire is kind of tightly woven into colonialism and while you have these kind of uh major powers of empire that project themselves around the world like the british have done in their history you also have other regional players uh, largely from europe um colonizing uh across the world as well and in all of that history and this is why it's important to learn our history and to learn the real history and not the whitewashed history All of that history has profound repercussions through into the present. Um, But there are modern empires. Um, I think that in the U.S. we like to project other, other world powers as being empires or attempting to be empires. Ronald Reagan fairly famously called the Soviet Union the evil empire. Um, I, I think that's a lot more projection. Sometimes people who who perpetrate evils or simply just do a bad things try to deflect by accusing those people that they oppose of doing those evil and bad things. Uh, Rage Against the Machine named one of their albums Evil Empire. We're going to hear a track off of that album coming up soon. But what does it mean to be an empire in the modern world? The United States is the most significant empire in our modern world. We have 800 or so, more or less, military bases, United States military bases in foreign countries all over the globe, that is the behavior of an empire. We're not fighting wars all over the globe, not hot wars, not no one is attacking us. None of those bases are for the defense of the United States. Some of them are strategic for the defense of the empire. They're for the defense of access to global resources and goods and access to global markets for us and other western dominated global corporations that is the purpose as billy bragg sings we're making the world safe for capitalism it's tough to fight empire because empire is big and empire is powerful And the fight against empire is virtually never ending. I mean, the collapse of the empires don't don't come around fairly frequently. So the fight against the empires as they project their power is ongoing and is critical. A big part of that fight is pointing out the fact that we live in an empire that that empire does harmful things around the globe in our name and that we should oppose it. It is far too easy to fall into the 
the trap and the comfort zone of being feeling safe because you are not when you're within the empire when you are part of the nation that is controlling the empire or you're allied with that empire it is too easy to feel safe and secure and be unconcerned with the evils that are perpetrated by that empire on people whom it opposes here is joe solo and rebecca finlay from the album a northern soul this is old empire island Forty-five mom and women and children died fleeing a war zone last night While some bloke who panicked bought three hundred bog rolls Says they should have stayed there to fight and upstairs the son of his father hawk sit tweeting under some dumb made up name Behold the foot soldiers of old Empire Island who shoot before they've taken him in the dinghy the desperate child clings to mother who cries at the fair sight of land While the cameramen shoot the reporters who use the word migrant as much as they can and there on the shoreline the Union Jack junkies all getting their fix from the sun A line of foot soldiers for old Empire Island who march to the beat of its drum one more needless corpse in one more needless coffin is lowered down into the ground while upstairs the leaders who cut and then cut tell us there's not enough to go round while huddled in doorways the hungry and desperate can't get their words out for tears all of them silenced by old empire island drowned by the sound of the cheers Somebody stands up to speak and he says There's a reason that this is our lot And if you wanna know why we're poor Then don't look at the dinghy Look at the yacht But inside the rich drawer up plans for tomorrow while the port is still past in the pen An old Empire Island ships bombs to the war zone And the whole thing starts over again Forty-five more men, women and children Died fleeing a war zone last night They came rumbling across the border in their war machines A hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong Soldiers firing in the crowds, protesting on the streets A hundred thousand soldiers Helicopters firing in the little towns up in the mountains A hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong And they called this liberation A hundred thousand soldiers Onward, great liberator, free the countryside Make them refugees, make them refugees Bomb the villages, burn the fields, kill the farmers And call it peace 
they handed down their doctrine, their flag and their new ways. A hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong, you can accept, leave home or die. The choice was plain, a hundred thousand soldiers. Poison gas for non-believers in the villages. A hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong, as they hid inside of caves. Clutching their kids, a hundred thousand soldiers. Onward, great liberator, free the countryside. Make them refugees, make them refugees. Bomb the villages, burn the fields, kill the farmers and colleges. One million dead civilians, five million refugees, a hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong. But the brave freedom fighters fought back relentlessly, a hundred thousand soldiers. And after nine years of invasion by the strongest guns, a hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong. The freedom fighters put the great red army on the run, a hundred thousand soldiers. Imperial occupation under Soviet pay. A hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong. Strategic assistance for resistance from the CIA. A hundred thousand soldiers. Cold War politics of imperial regimes. A hundred thousand soldiers, a hundred thousand strong. With the people of Afghanistan trapped in between. A hundred thousand soldiers. From the album Blowback, that was Ryan Harvey with The Graveyard of Empires. Here's an excerpt from a piece written by Caitlin Johnstone. You can find this at CaitlinJohnstone.com. As long as the U.S. is the center of a globe-spanning empire, it will be necessary to keep Americans too poor, too busy, and too confused to interfere with the operation of the machine. You cannot allow a critical mass of Americans to have enough money to spend on political campaign donations, to have enough free time, to research what's actually happening in their world, to be sufficiently stress-free, to look up and realize that your government is murdering children in their name, and also keep the empire running smoothly. You cannot have an imperialist oligarchy who runs things and also have income and wealth equality. The empire feeds on oppression, exploitation, ignorance, and blood. It is impossible to dominate the planet with a unipolar world order if you don't use violent force and the threat of violent force to uphold that world order. If you're not strangling people at home and bombing people abroad, then you cannot have an oligarchic empire, period. The main rift you see on the leftmost end of the American political spectrum is between people who seek an end to the imperialist murder machine and people who just want the imperialist murder machine to give them health care. The first group faces a very difficult uphill battle to get what it wants. The second group is just masturbating an impossible fantasy. This is how you can tell who is for real and who is not. Do they want to dismantle the oligarchic empire, or don't they? If they do, they're fighting for something real, but the oligarchic-owned political media class will not give them a platform. If they don't, they may get a punditry job or a seat in Congress, but they won't ever give you anything besides feel-good, empty narrative fluff. The solution, as I always point out, is to work together to destroy and discredit the oligarchic propaganda apparatus. 
which enables the empire to determine who gets a platform and who doesn't. As long as they are able to uplift vapid faux-gressives who pretend it's possible to have a kinder, gentler U.S. empire and marginalize people who actually want to dismantle the status quo, there will never be enough public awareness to force real change. All positive changes in human behavior are always the direct result of an expansion of awareness. So spreading awareness of the fact that there is an oligarchic empire which is exploiting and deceiving everyone should be the foremost priority of anyone who wants real change. It's not that you can't beat the machine. It's that you can't beat the machine using the tools that the machine has given you. A grassroots effort to wake each other up to reality is very achievable goal. And once enough eyes are open, anything is possible. From the album Evil Empire, here is Rage Against the Machine with Year of the Boomerang. The sisters are in to check the front line.
to cut the light of the sun Walk across the ocean with the flames on your palms To answer the call that brings heat to the calm Cause death is manifested on inevitable wings Through the tyrant's dictates, vine out of kings Soldier of love, lift cut in the scorn As the blood trickles down from the crowns made alone Illusions of freedom, subject to the pen And all the king's horses and all the king's men Oh, unless it was written, was it ever said These lines come alive on the page of our day Is it just for killers? We watch their lives Stabbing the back, you must be for their knives Alone in the crowds, we fight against the oppression We ain't taken by the motherfucking money obsession Chronologically, before Babylon Chronologically, since 1491 Chronologically, we follow lines of the sun Spitting on empires as they tumble down Chronologically, before Babylon Chronologically, since 1491 Chronologically, we follow lines of the sun Spitting on empires as they tumble down Praxis Life featuring K the Aquanaut. That was off a compilation album called Rhyme Think Anti Up Volume 1 FTP for the People. The track was called Empire's Fall. One of my other podcasts is called People Are Revolting. It's a daily story of people out there fighting for what's right in various circumstances and conditions. Here's a recent episode. If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on, the people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. This story is written by Derek Major and is published at blackenterprise.com. The Black Lives Matter Utah chapter declared the American flag a hate symbol in a July 4 Facebook post. In the post, the group said that the flag is a symbol of hate and the Black Lives Matter organization and those who wave and support the flag see the country differently than the Utah Black Lives Matter chapter does. Quote, When we black Americans see this flag, we know the person flying it is not safe to be around. When we see this flag, we know the person flying it is a racist. When we see this flag, we know that the person flying it lives in a different America than we do. When we see this flag, we question your intelligence. We know to avoid you. 
It is a symbol of hatred, the statement read. And on a side note, the link in the article to the statement on the Facebook page leads to a Facebook page with an account temporarily unavailable. It says your account is currently unavailable due to a site issue. Lex Scott, the founder of the BLM Utah, told Salt Lake Tribune the post was meant to generate a reaction and show how the flag has become a symbol co-opted by extremist groups. Scott was angered by the far-right organization, the Patriot Front, marching and carrying the flag through Philadelphia last week. Quote, They're flying American flags. The Ku Klux Klan is flying American flags. The Proud Boys are flying American flags. They climbed the Capitol for their failed insurrection and were beating police officers with American flags. I have not heard any outrage from Republicans or the right about the use of the American flag as a hate symbol, Scott said, according to the National Review. Quote, We are seeing that symbol used in every racist hate group's messaging across this nation. The problem that I have is that no one is addressing the people who are using it for hate. I am telling you, when I see an American flag, I begin to fear for the simple fact that every time I am faced with hatred, it is at the hands of someone carrying an American flag. Utah Senator Todd Weiler, a Republican, disagreed with Scott's messaging, calling the U.S. flag a symbol of unity and perseverance. Quote, the vast majority of Utahns, regardless of their race or politics, continue to look to the U.S. flag as a symbol of unity and perseverance for our nation's past and hope for our nation's future, Weiler said, according to The Hill. Yeah, but it's not, it's not a symbol of our nation's actual past if it were and you understand our nation's actual past you would also consider it a racist symbol scott isn't the only one who feels this way however a new york times report from last week detailed how some who still embrace the flag have been viewed and judged as white supremacists or far-right supporters Peter Triber Jr., who owns a potato truck with a flag painted on the side in Long Island, New York, told the Times he had trouble selling produce to a customer until he let her know about his liberal political views. Quote, she said, oh, phew, you know, I wasn't so sure about you. I thought you were some flag-waving something or other, Triber told the Times. That's why she was apprehensive of interacting with me. Triber said after the interaction, he began to reconsider keeping the painting on his truck it's this is the the issue with symbols it's the same issue with the the symbols of statues the statues that that were chosen were selected the pieces of history that we chose to represent and to honor and to remind ourselves about if you understand the history of the united states the genocides perpetuated by the United States first as colonies of the UK and second as an independent nation, the genocides against the African people forcibly brought to America to work as slaves, the genocide against the Native American people when we couldn't effectively enslave them we simply murdered and displaced them. The long history of all kinds of other actions perpetuated by the United States against nations large and small throughout our history. It is no wonder that the symbol of the American flag can engender negative feelings among people who understand that history. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter, at peoplerevolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening.
a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. And that'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Superman. Here is an excerpt from an interview published at moonmagazine.org. Question. What do you write and rap about when you perform for audiences today? What are the most important messages that you want to communicate? Superman. The messages that I try to relay are love, kindness, respect. Very basic but powerful stuff. Love is the foundation. You love people. You can't deny that. When you have genuine love towards somebody, they can't deny it either. And that's powerful. Also, just being born native, you're born an activist. You're born into a system that was against you, that wanted you dead. So your very existence is resistance. Put that on a t-shirt. Every breath you take is an act of defiance of the system that was created against you. I'm always learning more about the true history of this continent and what was done to the people who lived here. So I try to educate people. We can't grow as a nation without addressing our history and making it right. So I'm always trying to shed light on the things that need to be made right, that I feel are important, that need to be rectified, not swept under the rug. We always hear, quote, get over it. Today is today. That was yesterday. Let's move on. Well, we can't move on. We can't move on till those things are recognized and a change takes place in the hearts of people. Question, what would that look like? What would signify a change that would enable us to say we could move on? Superman, a change in the education system for starters, a change in how history is taught and how natives are viewed. Not just natives either, but human beings all over the planet. There's just so much to be done. When we put light on the truth of what has happened and what is still going on today with native people and native communities, I believe it changes the non-natives perspective. I think that time is now. A lot of people today know the truth of our past, even though it isn't taught in school and they understand the need for change. They're far less likely to say, get over it. This is our country now. They have empathy. It even moves them to take action. I believe that's what happens when you shed light on the truth. It moves people to take action, to do something. And that's where the change will take place. That's what I try to do with my platform as an artist. Speak the truth in a way that people will examine themselves and our society and want to take action in whatever capacity they can. Superman's newest album is called Medicine Bundle and all four tracks on this episode will be from that new album. This track is Ethnocide, featuring Walking Buffalo. So we went to all the powers when we were young. At that time, children could not dance. Only people over 50 years of age could dance. Hmm. Most people do not know this, that the government forbid children to dance Indian. And that was so they could wipe out the culture and the young people and then finally, the new generation would never know what happened. Would never know what happened. Don't you even know how to be a real Indian? I guess not. Well, shit, no wonder. Jeez. I guess I'll have to teach you then, ain't it?
Declaration of Independence, that's no kidding, hey Open up your heart, let love lead the way Light your path with the words that I speak today Let the lessons flow, arrive and bless your soul Systematic racism, alive, intentional No better, do better, it's the motto It's the good medicine, the heart pill to swallow No better, do better, it's the motto It's the good medicine, the heart pill to swallow His daily life was filled with ceremony And every act had some significance believed in the spiritual, the mysterious. track was called No Better, Do Better. Here's a excerpt from an interview with Superman published at decolonizingthemusicroom.com. As a hip-hop artist, what do you feel hip-hop culture and indigenous culture have in common in terms of struggle and resilience? Hip-hop culture is a culture that was birthed from people who were being oppressed so when we first heard the MCs rapping about fight the power, we as natives could all relate because we shared that same struggle of trying to survive in this modern day society and system that was never really created for us. Both cultures are continually fighting the injustices that are still being perpetuated against their people, and I don't think we will ever stop. Question. How do you feel educators can best engage with indigenous communities in order to respectfully represent them when teaching in the classroom? How can educators best introduce students to indigenous music and movement? I think if an educator knows they're going to be teaching in indigenous communities, they need to go spend time in the community and truly immerse themselves with an open heart to the people. The educator needs to have a clear understanding of where those people come from, what they've been through, and why things are the way they are now. I think YouTube is a great way of introducing students to music and movements. Social media has gathered us together to the point where we share and support the same movements of so many indigenous communities. It's a beautiful thing. What myths about your culture do you feel have been most pervasive? There are so many. Multimedia Hollywood have really ruined the perception of the whole world has about native or tribal people in the U.S., it has generalized over 600 different tribes into one 
Wild, drunken, dirty, savage. Broken English chief talking, feather wearing, horse riding, war hooping, mystical medicine man mascot who lives in a teepee, has a casino, and gets money from the government. Even in 2020. How can educators combat the false impression so often given in U.S. schooling that indigenous people, culture, and traditions are of the past? By bringing in presenters like myself and highlighting natives of today who are doctors, lawyers, rappers, etc. One thing about indigenous people is that our culture contains certain values. I need to be careful when I say indigenous people or, quote, native people, because that is, again, categorizing and generalizing so much diversity. I can only speak of what I know about my tribe, the Absoluke. So in our tribe, the belief is that all things are connected to the creator and have a spirit. So this is every tree, every animal, fire, insect, wind, water, and the land itself. To understand these values, you have to take into consideration that we are learning, relearning these values as well, and that every day we are living in a state of emergency when it comes to our identity and connection. Although we are many different tribes, there are also many common values we share. Here is Superman from the album Medicine Bundle. This is All Right, featuring Nina. Don't worry about a thing. Praise. <laughs> 
My first album had old famous guest appearances Native America's most wanted lyricists Yo, they tried to bury us But didn't know we were seeds And we grow planted in various areas Yo, pipe carriers, bro Have you taken the planes? We ain't the same I started late in the game Taking aim straight to your brain Without no mumble raps But we some humble cats Now hit them thunderclaps This is the bundle pack Now try stopping this A little bit of Buddha With a side of Christ cautionist Yo, quite monstrous we ain't no bad seeds They marvel at my style Just like Stan Lee Eric Garner uncomfortable Can't breathe So we go harder like a buffalo stampede Peace to all my clothes My Lakota's command fees Living that life For the full bloods and happy Get em high, high, high Lift em, lift em high Call me an old head when I was 16 Born in 99 with rhymes, I'm printed on mine First show I snuck in underage Now I can pen up a page and blow up the spot like hand grenades I channel my cheek and handle my rage Style like a mountain crow, catch me burning the sage It's Hanzo and Billy Ills the father I'm not playing with fire, I'm the fire playing with the water Like why bother with the oxymorons Popping oxys, walking around with them dirty socks G I spit bars as hot, never foxy it's not me, I'm built for the worst Step up quick before you get left in the hearse I respond, we connect, show respect with respect Fake people come around when you cash your check But show love for your brothers when they live in a wreck Get them high, 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 them, lift them high High featuring Hanzo, and that'll wrap up our set of songs by Superman. And next up, we have a song by Ann Feeney about miners. There's been a lot of labor actions from miners and miners' unions in the history of the United States and the history of other countries as well, famously in the UK and in many other places. Uh, miners have long struggled and long fought for their rights. But that's not only in our history. That history continues to today. In Alabama, there's a minor strike going on right now. And over a thousand United Mine Workers came to New York to protest in front of BlackRock's headquarters. The Alabama miners are striking against uh, warrior Met Coal, which runs the mine, the Brookwood mine in Alabama. And they're fighting for a fair contract. Here is Ann Feeney from the album Dump the Bosses Off Your Back. This is How Much for the Life of a Miner. Heard 16 tons in the coal tattoo In the coal field danger is nothing new Here's the question I'm putting to you How much for the life of a miner? It should come as no surprise You'll hear them spout the same old lies Every time a miner dies How much for the life of a miner? Somewhere far away from here Accountants will project Actuaries speculate on causes and effect No pesky regulations 
from the thieves that they elect And auditors confirm the yield from their benign neglect Each state sets a price for a leg that's lost Lose an arm or an ear, there's a preset cost When the air goes bad and there's no exhaust Oh, how much for the life of a miner A slap on the wrist or a paltry fine Reversed on appeal on down the line An act of God, the courts opine How much for the life of a miner Politicians posture at the mine face solemnly Live reporters swarm like flies around the tragedy Preachers will proclaim the Lord behaves mysteriously And PR spokesmen orchestrate deniability And now their widows, sons and daughters come to you and me And ask how much for the life of a miner How much For the life Of a miner And that'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can go to polyrical.com, send me a message, suggest a song for a future episode. And this final song was suggested for a future episode. We'll get to that in a moment. You can find all those back episodes at polyrical.com. You can follow at Polyrical on Twitter. And you can listen to this podcast and all my podcasts playing 24-7 at movingtrainradio.com. From a compilation album called Corona Steals But Music Heals, here is New Nobility with the song Galactic Love. Thanks for listening.